Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the songs you heard a lot the last couple of weeks until the radio station stopped playing Christmas music five days ago was John Lennon's Happy Christmas. The message of the song has the ability to cut to the heart of our reflections that come with Christmas, but more appropriately, the end of the year. Because over and over again in the text of the song, you hear him ask, so this is Christmas, what have you done? Another year over and a new one just begun. The song carries with it the idea of hope that the new year is going to be better than last year. But it also brings with it a hard dose of the law. And the law is this. If the new year is to be better, it's because you have done something to make it that way. And if it doesn't turn out to be better than last year, it's because too many people really didn't try all that hard to make it better in the first place. And so, he asks us to consider another year is over, and what has really changed? Well, probably not much. Sin still invades your life. Pain and suffering is still all around us. People everywhere are lacking in the management of the resources that God has given them. The tug of war between morality and cultural permissiveness still surrounds us. Famine racks some parts of the world while others throw food away. Disease and cancer kills millions of people a year. Corruption and scandals will dominate the headlines. And families are broken apart around us at an alarming rate. And when doing a year in review, it looks like 2022 was not much better than 2021 or 2020 or the years that came before it. We've traded pandemics for invasions. We've shuffled decks of conspiracy theories and learned that all people, no matter who they are, are going to sin and they will fall short of the glory we expect them to achieve. So when all things seem to be looking up, sin rears its ugly head. And when we face that reality... It can be easy to lose hope, to become despondent and feel the urge to give up, to toss up your hands and say, why bother? Nothing I'm going to do will make a difference. If you did that, few people would fault your pessimism. They might actually join in your despair. It would seem that the law at work in Lennon's song is true. What have you done? The weight of this can bear heavy on your shoulders as you think of what was and what is to come. But we gather here tonight because we know this reality. The law is always going to show us exactly how we fell short in achieving the goals we set for ourselves and the ways that we failed to love our neighbor. It reminds us that we can never do enough to turn the trajectory of the world to undo the work of sin in our lives and the sin around us. We cannot allow ourselves to be deluded into thinking that the hope we need can be found inside of us because we and all of humanity will always find ourselves wallowing in sin to the detriment of our neighbor in our own lives as well. So what are we to do? Well, we should look to the new year with optimism. A mentor I had earlier in my life used to have a sign that hung in his office 
that tried to display that mentality. It was a simple sign, just black ink on a white piece of paper placed into a simple wooden frame. He probably printed it off on his printer. While it was simple and rather plain, it contained an interesting message. It read simply, perhaps today. When I first read the sign and was first getting to know him, I thought it was some sort of odd inspirational message he had there for himself to encourage him towards productivity and remind him not to put off for tomorrow what he could do today. In other words, to keep the promises and the resolutions he had made to himself and to others and think, well, perhaps today is the day we should get this done. That in 2023 year, maybe this will be the year when we can say, perhaps this year. Perhaps this year we'll renew a new friendship, read a book, lose weight, manage finances, get out of debt, forgive somebody you hate, or join a club or any of the other things you might resolve to do. Once you got to know the man, once you got to know my mentor, you begin to understand his worldview and you realize that that simple message in that simple frame was more than motivation. It wasn't a reminder to not put off for tomorrow what could be done today. Instead, it was a prayer and a reminder to pray. It was a prayer that Christ would hasten his return to reign on earth and a reminder that his return could be today. Have you ever considered what you would do if you knew that Christ would return today? Would you clean your house, mend a friendship, reconcile with someone you hurt, forgive someone who hurt you? Would you finally tell your neighbor about Christ without worrying that he might find you odd or a fanatic? Would you help someone in need reach out to the world around you with greater urgency or maybe for the very first time? You say a prayer, find your Bible, dust it off, read it for the first time in a long time. If you knew Christ were to return today, how would your world change? How would your agenda change? When you answer that question, then perhaps you've found the resolution for the new year. A resolution that must be kept with the greatest of urgency because the time you have left to keep it is quickly coming to an end. This is what Christ is telling us to do in the reading for today. He's telling us to be ready for his return. Be ready every day because at every hour the Son of Man is like a thief in the night. He's going to come in an hour you do not expect. And perhaps it'll be today. This can sound like a threat, one designed to keep us fearful of Christ's return, but it's not. It's actually a promise and the answer to Lennon's question raised for us in his song. It's the promise that when Christ returns, because he will, it will be to deal with the sin of the world so that we can say with honesty, I have done nothing because Christ has done it all for me. Christ has taken away your sin. Christ has healed the wounds you've caused. He's worked in you and through you to love your neighbor. And any good that you have done is because he was doing it with you. And all that he has done to you and through you is only a glimpse of what he has planned for when he comes again in glory for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. But until he comes, we wait. The waiting that's very similar to the waiting that happens at a wedding reception. 
You know, that time when the ceremony has ended and you know that the new couple is on their way, but they're somewhere on the way. The invitation gave you the place and the time, but everybody knows that that's information for the guests because the odds are the newlyweds will be late. Still you go. You arrive on time and you find your table and you wait and you wait And you wait because you know what is expected, that eventually the new couple will arrive and then the feast will begin. And it's a feast worth waiting for. The best that the couple can provide. Multiple selections of food might be available and of course, it'll be followed with some kind of cake. So you wait for the bride and the groom to come because they've promised they will come. And in the same way, we wait for Christ. The ceremony of his life has ended. He was presented to the world for a brief time, and now we wait for him to return so the eternal feast can begin. We wait because we were invited in baptism to wait. We wait because we know that he's promised to return and that his return will be great, better than any celebration we could ever attend. And we wait because when the master returns, he will come to serve and reward those who have waited and waited as he is instructed. We wait because that's what we have been called to do. And we recall this waiting now because, not just because we're on the cusp of a new year, but because we as Christians are on the cusp of life in the new creation. It will only be a short while before all the pain and the suffering of the world afflicted by sin will be a memory of a time gone by. It's only a little while longer when all will be made new in the way God always wanted it to be. For us to be in perfect communion with him, seeing him face to face for all eternity. So this is Christmas. What have you done another year over? A new one just begun. Next time you hear those words, words, pause and reflect. And confess, I've done nothing. But rejoice in knowing that Christ has done it all. Rejoice in knowing that he will continue to do all that you need so that in his return you will be with him in glory. Because perhaps today, maybe this year, we will hear his voice and see him face to face as he returns in glory so that we might live with him. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.